0: You're listening to Behind the Sweat, hosted by Flexit Pink. Have you ever looked at social media and wondered how these amazing strong women came to be? These are their stories, and together, we are Flexit Pink. You're listening to Behind the Sweat, where we go deeper and shed light on their life-changing stories.
1: Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Behind the Sweat with Flexit Pink. We are your co-hosts, Anna Snyder and Alicia Villanueva. Today we have a very special guest, Michelle, who is one of our FAP brand ambassadors and has been a part of Flexit Pink for quite some time now. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you, glad to be here. That was a little bit of a tongue twister right there. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to have you, Michelle. Um, Go ahead and
2: let our listeners know a little bit about you. All right. Well, I'm a fourth grade teacher here in Florida. I've been in Florida now for about 12 years. I moved from Pennsylvania where I graduated from Penn State University with a degree in teaching. So we are big college football fans in this house. Um, Penn State, my husband's Miami Canes. I love to run and weightlift. And it's kind of been an interesting journey that's gotten me this far. (laughs) Is it hot in Florida right now? It is. It's about like 85 today and humid. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys got all the humidity. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, our weather's been, like, bipolar. Like, one day it's, like, super hot, and then, like, the next day it's, like, freezing cold, and you're like, what is happening?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. We haven't had that. We've had some crazy rain lately, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what motivated you to, to change your life to get healthy and fit? So, when I first moved to Florida, I got a teaching job, and I had moved here with my sister, and... Quickly, I became very depressed. I might get a little emotional during this part. Uh, So um, I was like breaking down every day, crying, eating my feelings, actually. Like I'd eat double meals, like not even realizing what I was doing. And then I went to the doctor. She actually put me on antidepressants and said, you need to start working out. So my partner teacher was like, let's train for a 5K, download this Couch to 5K app. So I was like, okay. So I started doing the app, you know, a couple days a week. And I, I ran my first 5K and it was so exciting. I was like, oh, this is great. But I never really changed my eating habits. So eventually I was like, you know, I feel like I can do better at running. Let me really look at what I'm eating. And I was eating like double lunches, like double dinners. I was just, I was still not, I hadn't fixed the eating. And then finally, when I slowly started to take out things, like I took out soda and then I started taking out other things it really started to improve my running. And then I found a coach for beach body and I started doing beach body workouts and I followed a meal plan. And that's really when things like clicked. And I was like, I really need to just make this a lifestyle. And I started, I was happier. I was crying less. My doctor was even like, I think you're ready to come off your medicine. You know, it's time. And and that process probably took over a year, like a year, a year and a half. And, and ever since then, I've kind of been down that workout path. And I, want to turn back like I don't ever want to become that again
0: that's so great and I think that a lot of a lot of people can relate to you and um because I I talk to a lot of people every day about their mental health and just being a little bit depressed and I always tell them like just try to try to walk or try to go running and that just like releases some endorphins and just helps you release some things that is in your side of your head and that's really great that you found that and, um, and that you it's led you to this healthy lifestyle.
2: So I love that. Yeah, it's definitely a, a game changer. <laughs> it so helped me. So you are off medications now then? Yep, I've been off medications for a couple of years now. I want to say I've been here 12 years, so I've probably been off medication for 10. I was on them for about a year, year and a half, maybe two years.
1: Oh, that's so good. Because I know I know some people have to take medication, but it's so wonderful to hear that that you don't, your body doesn't need the medications anymore. Like it's, I, I that gives me like goosebumps just talking about that. Cause I, I know, you know, and then you get like addicted to them and it, it can yeah. be all bad. So I'm so happy to hear that you don't have to
2: take those any longer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's wonderful. It, it was definitely scary going off. You know, she has you like, you kind of wean off them. So it was kind of nerve wracking at first, but you know, it just, I knew, I kind of even knew it was the right time. Cause I was in that right mindset and right place. And yeah, it's just been great ever since. So what would you say has been your your biggest struggle? Is it the food? definitely the food because even now there are days when it's been a rough day teaching and I want to emotionally eat. Like I want to eat like oh it's a bad day, like I want to come home and dig into a pint of Ben & Jerry's or cookies or something like that. So I try to either work out again or make the healthier choice. Like I'll go I'll grab peppers or carrots or you know, something that's a healthier. So while I'm still snacking, I'm trying to make the healthier alternative. Now, not that I don't give in to Ben and Jerry's every now and again, but I've tried to at least walk away from that and not always give in to my emotions with the eating.
0: That's that's great, and that's like the key is just recognizing like, am I hungry, or am I just like emotionally eating? And of course, we all have to have Ben and Jerry's in our life. So <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. It's
1: yeah, we're all recognizing. We're- we're all guilty of indulging once in a while. And, and mm-hmm. I do it and I know Alicia <laughs> does it. So oh. it, it happens and, and that's okay to, to just have everything in moderation. That's, you know, that's what we preach as, you know, a part of Flex Pink is just everything in moderation. Just make healthy food choices for, you know, 80% of the time and, and you'll, you'll still be on the right path to success.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I'm definitely like you, Michelle. I, I eat when I'm sad, I eat when I'm mad, I eat, <laughs> I just want to eat all the time, so definitely recognizing that is, is key, and I'm glad that you realized that and changed that about you. When when did you have your aha moment? What would you say?
2: Um, Probably when I was, like, when I first started teaching, I was breaking down every day, so that led me to, like, realize I had a problem and I needed to change something, and then, the food thing, when I was working out and struggling to get through, you know, a 5K, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I just turned 30. I'm like, I shouldn't be struggling. Like, I'm still young. I thought it was healthy. I thought it was healthy. That was kind of, and then looking in the mirror, I realized, like, I really wasn't as healthy as I thought. And once I started to eat healthy and shed weight and see a difference in the mirror, I realized, okay, like, this is it. I need to just keep doing this and make it a lifestyle, make it that balance. Like you said, the 80, 20 balance. You know, if I want something, I'm going to have it, but I can't, I have to pick and choose. I can't, I can't obviously have it every day.
1: Mm -hmm. It's funny because your aha moment is a lot like mine. It it took me looking in the mirror and realizing that I needed to make a change. I definitely was not on a healthy path inside. I I was putting lots of stuff into my body that shouldn't have been like, you know, fast foods and sodas and so it's funny that you said that because we're, we're very similar in that, in that part of,
2: the, of our journeys. Yeah, I definitely was like the person who kept like a case of Diet Coke at work and I used to hit Taco Bell. It was like right across from my apartment. So it was like, okay, these things I need to cut out. Like I need to go totally me too girl <laughs> yeah I just had to give up soda completely I was like
1: I'm just not going to drink it anymore and I haven't had I haven't had any soda for I don't know gosh it's probably been like 10 years now it's I just had to give it up because I, I was drinking a lot
2: a lot <laughs> yeah I pretty much did the same thing for a while I uh was just using it for my alcohol but now I even um don't have it with that at all even.
1: good for you I'm proud of you girl thanks so if you could give any advice to anybody that might be kind of in in your same
2: boat, um, what would you tell them? Take it slow. Take it one day at a time. You don't want to try to eliminate too many things at once or make too many changes because then it's not going to be sustainable. Um, like I think I, what the, my first thing I did was eliminate soda, you know, and then from there I started changing other things and I, I didn't try to set too many goals at once because I didn't want to give up, I didn't want to not keep going with what I was doing. So it's really just taking it day by day and realize that you're going to have setbacks, you're going to have failures, but that's what makes you stronger. And like when I have a cheat meal now, or when I do go for the ice cream, I don't beat myself up about it. I say, okay, tomorrow's a new day. You're gonna make better choices.
0: Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's what you got to do. Just one day at a time and when you make a mistake, you just keep moving forward. It's not really a mistake. It's there's no more. It's just lessons learned. And exactly. Great. that. And that's how you maintain
1: and you keep it a lifestyle. Yeah. And, and, and I agree about not beating yourself up about if you want to have a piece of cake for your kid's birthday or, or whatever the situation might be. There's no point in tearing yourself down about eating something that isn't necessarily good for you. I mean, you just it's okay. Like you're not, you're not going to gain 10 pounds from eating a piece of cake or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Exactly. So your favorite way to sweat, I know you do, uh, the beach body programs, cause I'm always commenting on your posts because you're yep. you're getting it there. So what are, what are
2: your favorite other ways to get out and get active? Um, I do love to run. I've run a few marathons, um, tons of half marathons. And I just recently paced the local one to our area, which was great Um, because I feel like I'm giving back to those who gave to me and have helped me cross the finish line so that's just that's really like my my no thinking like I don't have to think I can just go out put on headphones or no headphones and just go out and get get a stress free like I don't have to think about anything you know and you can just go as little or as long as you want um, to clear your mind kind of helps me the most
0: that's great I love that you are a pacer I always thought that the people who are pacers in the marathons and half marathons were amazing because I can never stay consistent with my space. So that's a really hard job, I think. It
2: is. It definitely is hard, especially since I'm probably not the best because I don't always train, like, properly, but I I, I can somehow <laughs> seem to maintain the pace. Like, okay. I always finish at the pace we need to finish. Wow, so so. that's really a skill. Good job. <laughs> How do you do that, Michelle? How do you do that training? <laughs> uh, like, I, I do train, but, like... I don't train at the, like, I don't keep a watch telling me, like, okay, your, your pace is too fast, your pace is too slow. I kind of can always just judge, and then my average ends up being, like, where I need to finish. Uh. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't, I want to say it's a gift, but it's not, like, <laughs> but, like, I, I, yeah, I can just somehow always seem to, like, know what, when we need to slow down, and when we need to speed up. I mean, and I do keep something on me though, like when I do race so that I do know if I'm on track or not. And I know if I need to speed up or slow down, but, That's but cool. it, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Cause you, I, you really feel you make a difference and it really makes me feel good. Cause I know there've been plenty of times when I felt like I wasn't going to finish and it, it might've just been a random person, not even a pacer that has helped me pull me to the finish line and be like, no, you're going to go, let, let's go. Wow.
1: That's cool. I, I don't think I could do that That's cool. because <laughs> we always see all the pacers like when we do our do our halves and stuff There's like little signs and I'm like that is that is so cool that you can get yourself to keep that steady pace because I'm like Alicia I, my pace is all over the place sometimes I'm faster sometimes I'm slower so
2: that is super neat are you going to do um, more of those? Yeah, I hope to. So. I was actually just asked to do one in a couple of weeks, but um, I'm, I'm not ready for that one, so I had to decline. But I definitely will probably do the same race again next year, and I'd like to do some more. Yeah.
0: So I always wondered, do you, so? Do you just get the free race out of it, or do they pay you, or how do? How- uh,
2: so yeah, you do get the free race, and then I still get the medal and the T-shirt, and I get a, a shirt like that says "Pacer" on it and stuff like that.
0: Okay, so they just contact you, or there's like a sign up for each race to do that or how
2: does yeah it? well I guess the first time they advertised we have a local running group and they advertised in our local running group that they needed pacers and I was like you know what why not give it a shot mm. and then once I was in they kind of asked the next year and that's how I've kind of done it now a couple of years in a row
0: oh that's cool I always wondered how they got their pacer jobs
2: <laughs> yeah oh, so do you have plans
1: on doing a more full I know you said you did a couple full marathons do you have any plans to go farther than that
2: I would like to. Um, I just know like that, that takes the, like that takes real that distance. So I'm like trying to pick what one I actually want to do. I'd like to do one out of, out of the state for my next fall. And it just happens that they always happen in fall. And since we're big football people, it takes a lot to get up on a football weekend and make sure you go get your 19 mile, your 20 mile run. But I just have to find the right race, I think, and yeah. uh, go for it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a commitment. Like you sign up, like you are committed. We, One of our yeah. peak shippers just, um, she comes in and helps us ship, but she, she just did her first full marathon and her and uh, two other girls and they didn't train a whole lot for it, but they, they stood. I was like, you know what, don't even focus on your time. Just go out there and do it regardless. And that's all you can really do. And so yeah, we were talking to her about how, how it was. Cause I haven't personally never done a full marathon nor do I know if I will or not. But I was just like, I just worried about the time. Like, like you said, the time to find to train and that,
2: that takes a lot. Yeah, it definitely took dedication. And my goal again was not like just to finish. Like you said, like I didn't really have a, like, well, I had an idea in mind. I was like, just, just worry about finishing. And my first one, I think it was like six hours. Like I felt like I, even though I trained, I felt like I wasn't prepared because in Florida, the heat, it changes like at the drop of a hat. So the heat for that race just crept up. And then when I did one a year later, um, I was about 50 minutes faster. I finished in like five Oh five or something. Um, I felt like I had trained better. I did run, I did run walk intervals, which helped a lot. And, um, but it, it does take a lot. Like at the end, I'm always like, okay, why did I sign up for that? Cause I feel sick or like I need a break. So, but, but at the same time, you realize how proud and like how much your body can take and what you actually went through to like finish it. So, you you know, there's a lot of benefits too.
0: Definitely. It's like having a kid. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. (laughs) This hurts. Everything hurts. (laughs) And then it's all done and you're like, oh, that's amazing. I love this feeling. I'll do it again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love that because I don't have any kids, but... (laughs) But I would assume so. <laughs> Do you plan on having any kids in the future? No, not really. Yeah. We have our dogs and I just, I, I, teaching, while I love them, I just, I, I don't, at this point in my life, I don't see myself as wanting kids and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah.
0: Care. That's okay because I I, my, um, I went to college to be a teacher at the beginning and after my first semester in a kindergarten class, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be a teacher anymore. <laughs> No, I definitely think that teachers are amazing people, and it takes a very special person to be a teacher. So, thank you for uh, helping raise our future because that's thank you what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you definitely have more than just one no kids. You have how many twenty every day? Yes.
2: <laughs> and I actually I try to incorporate, especially my running and setting goals with them, because I just feel like they need to see that Not I set goals still too. And I don't always reach. Sometimes I reach them, sometimes I don't. And then I need to reevaluate. So it's nice to have that like connection with them, like to show them that they can do it for school or sports.
0: That's great. That's great. I love that. I think teachers definitely are helping raise our kids. So great job on that. Yeah, <laughs> teachers definitely deserve
1: more praise than they get. Yeah. So
2: Michelle, what is your favorite way to rejuvenate? Um, actually my favorite way is in a Epsom salt bath with a book or a glass of wine to just soothe my muscles, take the cares away, get that energy back.
1: That sounds dreamy right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then there's days where my favorite way is to go out on the boat, be in the fresh air, the salt water
1: just depends. Yeah. It depends on your mood. I get it. I get it. There's a lot of different ways to rejuvenate your soul for sure but the bad things does sound amazing right now.
2: I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. It is nice. Um, What, what would you say you're most passionate about? Just inspiring others and hoping that I can help someone who, you know, was maybe the way I was at one point, you know, and feeling like there was no way or, you know, you're just going down this path that seemed like you weren't going to get out of. And I just hope to make other people realize that you can change and, you know, it can become that lifestyle and it just, it just takes time and it just takes dedication and one step at a time. I
0: definitely think that you are helping um, some people who are out there listening. And
2: uh, so great job on that. <laughs> and Gosh. And that it's not always easy, that sometimes you want to give up, but you always keep that picture of yourself. And yeah. I was going to say, if you feel
1: like giving up, say like one morning you, you don't want to work out or, you just you're done.
2: How would you? What would you say to somebody to not do that? So my motto has become no excuses, and I don't even let myself hit snooze on the alarm, even if I'm tired. I get up out of bed, like use the bathroom, walk around, um, drink some water, and just get moving, so that I'm like, okay, you know what? You can do this. Like, there's no reason you can't even get in push play for 20 minutes, you know, it doesn't always have to be like a long workout. Like most of my workouts are less than an hour. Um, my running is usually probably the longest, which is about an hour. Um, and just do something even, you know, short, just if, cause you don't, I don't ever regret it when I'm done. So even if I woke up with a headache or tired, now there are days when my body's definitely telling me you need to rest and and I listen, I take a rest. Um, but there are those just days where once I push through that boundary, I, I feel great. And so I've just, learn to like not let excuses really stand in my way. And is this a real excuse or, you know, am I just not wanting to work out, you know? And, um, and the alarm thing, I've definitely just learned to like, I set my alarm to where that's when I have to get up so that I, I can't hit snooze. I can't delay. I just have to do it and get up.
0: That's great advice. Um, for everything that you just said. And I, I also agree on the alarm and, really when you're like hitting snooze, you're not really getting that great of sleep anyway. So you might as well just set it to the time you actually need to get up and just get up.
2: <laughs> exactly. Because then you're always wondering, is it going to go off again? Is it time? Yeah. You can't
0: really go back to sleep without thinking about it kind of. So, <laughs> Well, I can't. Some people can.
1: I agree. Just get up and get moving for sure. That's. I'm so glad you brought that up. and You, you mentioned that and then I think that's important for some of our listeners because it's all about just getting up even if it's getting up thirty minutes earlier, just
2: get up and get moving and your day your days always will turn out better. Exactly. Even on days when I don't have my alarm set now, I wake up early. It's just it <laughs> yeah. you just it starts to become that habit.
1: Yeah, like the internal clock. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: I hope that my eighteen year old daughter is listening to this podcast because she sets her alarm for five thirty in the morning <laughs> it doesn't get up until six thirty snooze for an hour I wake up at five in the morning sometimes and I hear alarm going off (laughs) that sounds like my husband he does that
2: (laughs) no maybe
1: we're (laughs) tired I know (laughs) what do you um so your journey thus far has been pretty amazing and I know you're you're on the right path right now but at your lowest point how did you how did you get through that how did you get through that that hard part of the journey
2: um, part of it, I think was, um, my, my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband, um, he helped kind of to push me and, you know, to make me realize like that I was worth it and that, you know, that I was great the way I was, he didn't care whatever I did, but you know, whatever it took to make me happy, he was there for me. And that support, having that support and having someone and just realizing that I wasn't really happy with how I was going. And if I wanted to be happy that I I had to make a change, like I couldn't keep going in the direction I was going, or it was, it was going to end up bad. Like I, you know, I, especially cause when I was, when I first started and I was like depressed, I would go out all the time and it just started becoming not good habits and it was just not going to lead down a good path. And he was there to support me and just remind me that no matter what I'm important and that I, I could do whatever I needed to do to get better. Yeah,
1: he kinda like lifted you out of that dark place. Yeah. That's great. Without even
2: realizing it. <laughs> he was there.
1: That's so good because I know a lot of people don't don't have that support system. And that's that's one of the reasons why we created Flexit Pink, which I'm sure you're aware of, but a lot of people don't don't have the support of their spouse or or anybody to help motivate them. So I always tell people just come on over to Flexit Pink and we'll, you know, we'll we try our best to help, you know everybody
2: feel important and supported and motivated and inspired and it's definitely a struggle like I mean there are days when you have to realize too that it's within you because you know someone else can't do it for you you have to kind of find that inside you and realize like okay I can do this I can make that change and I can you know become what I need to be yep I agree that's great so Michelle with all your (laughs) busy life here what what's your number one goal for yourself just to keep staying focused um on my health and fitness and helping others and just always keep changing my goals and make sure I'm never like getting stale or you know you have to keep it fun you have to change it up it's it's a lifestyle it's a journey it's a never-ending journey so just want to always make sure I keep it interesting and keep doing what makes me happy so if something's not working I need to recognize that and change it or you know, to continue.
0: Yes, I agree. And that's what we do. We like to do. We like to keep ourselves signed up for races or half marathons and things like that. And that's an, another reason why we created the Flexit Pink Box is with the virtual run so that we, the women could always be working towards goals, even if they're small, just keep them moving and never let them give up on themselves. So that's great advice.
2: I know, and you guys have those amazing medals. Like, if anyone hasn't signed up for those boxes, those medals are amazing. I show them off all the time. Oh, thank you. We try.
1: <laughs> yeah, we try to get you guys the best and the cutest medals because that—that's a big deal. You want some nice
2: bling hanging around that neck, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it makes. It, honestly, it motivates you. I feel like to k- keep going.
0: Yeah, because you can't have like, we. I mean, we earn the medals ourselves. And we can't just have a medal and hang it there without actually earning it. So it just definitely just keeps you going out there and working towards your goals and working towards earning those medals. And yeah, and we definitely have to make them cute if they're going to be hanging on our wall.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to um, ask
1: you this question, and it's been a tough one for our, um, some of our other ladies that we've
2: had on the show, but how would you define happiness? Um, I would define it as just enjoying life and everything that you do. And, you know, that while there's going to be things that are not always happy in life that just knowing that you're living life to the fullest and you're enjoying every day to the best that you can, like what more is there than that and spending the time with the ones you love?
0: Yeah, uh, that's great because everyone says something similar to that and it's just basically just doing what you love finding what you love doing that and being being with your loved ones. So that's great. I love it.
1: Smiling every day. <laughs> exactly. Life's too short not to be
2: happy. True story. So how has Flexit Pink helped you? Uh, it's helped me because I think I've um, come out more and I stay focused on my goals more. And I love that like every month, there's something different, and it keeps me excited about fitness and wanting to help others and keeping up with my own goals and making sure that I constantly change them and staying focused on what it is that I have in sight. Aw, that's very sweet. Yeah. And, and just an amazing group of ladies. Like, I love, you know, that we have such a supportive group. of. It's amazing, especially this day and age, you know. It's great to have. Aw, Well, we appreciate you being a part of it and being a special part of the
0: ambassador group. And uh, thank you for taking your time out today to share your story and helping. I know that you've helped some people with um, the struggles that you've struggled with. And uh, thank you for just being a special part of FlexiBeak.
2: Thanks for having me. I love being a part.
0: Um, If anybody wanted to follow you that is listening right now, where can they find you at?
2: Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And (laughs) so my Instagram is at turtle. T U R T L E shell C H E L E and the number four, and sure. then I'm Michelle Williams on Facebook.
1: Give her a follow, ladies. She's awesome. She she gets it. She gets. She definitely gets her sweat on.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I do.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Sweat with Flexit Peak uh, Stay tuned as we share more amazing journeys of the Flexit Peak community. Chat soon.